0: Welcome to Whatever It Takes Radio, helping you do whatever it takes to succeed in marriage and in life. Hello, I'm your host, Paul Speed, and today is a special day. I'm able to sit in the studio with my wife, Jenny, and also our administrative assistant, Lori Beckin. I'm going to turn this over to them in a minute, but I wanted to introduce them because um, as we've been going through these series on resolving conflict, the topic that we're going to be talking about today of choosing to believe the best. In someone else has come up repeatedly, and I've seen this in my own life. Jenny and I um, have seen it with us together, and I know Jenny's going to bring some stories in, but we started kind of thinking along those lines because of a conversation that Jenny and Lori had had recently. So I'm going to turn this over to them in just a minute and let them carry on this discussion that I think will be really helpful for our listeners today on being able to walk through a conflict, resolve conflicts by um, choosing to believe the best in someone else. So, Ginny and Lori, welcome.
1: Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that introduction, and uh, it's kind of funny, though. You made it sound like Lori and I have had some big, huge conflict that we've tried to resolve recently. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lori, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here.
2: Thank you. It's my first time getting to do this, so this is exciting.
1: Well, I am so grateful for you and all that you do here at Whatever It Takes Ministries and especially grateful for the way that God has used you in my life concerning this topic of resolving conflict, choosing to believe the best. And uh, I just want to start off with this and explain the story of how this uh, came into my life and how I began to see this principle. And it was actually through you, Lori. Um, I know several months ago, I was sharing some things with you that I was struggling with dealing with uh, uh, someone in my life and you really challenged me uh, in a very positive way. You got me to step back and you said to me, you said, can you just for a moment, step back and just choose to believe the best about this person in your life and wow i was like really challenged by that and i, I was first off i my first thought was wow now who is this talking to me <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing no actually yes. you know as an older woman uh i have tried my best to to come to you and to other younger women in my life because you're a little bit younger than me. I, I'm in my fifties and you're, you early thirties. And, uh, but to allow the younger women in my life to speak into my life and not to look at them as if, well, they're younger, they don't have the years and the wisdom. And so I really appreciated you speaking that into my life and challenging me in that area. So can you just share with the listeners a little bit about what you were feeling when I was sharing this with you and, uh, seeking uh, to kind of get you to hear my side and to help me. Uh, but I'm not so sure I really wanted to be challenged in that moment, but it was a good challenge.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, just to back up, um, one of the things that I appreciate about, appreciate about both of you is the fact that, um, over the years, as I've worked alongside your ministry is that you've given me um, just the freedom to share and to have those times of ironing, sharpening iron, and um, you know that didn't happen overnight. Obviously, because I respect you all, I respect the ministry, and um, and yet um, I'm just very grateful that you have um, opened that door of walking through things in humility and hearing from somebody who is much younger. Um, than yourself. So uh, the day that you had called me, uh, it was very interesting because I've been going through some things myself and just uh, reevaluating how I think and process um, judgments against even the people I love the best, like my husband and family and friends and uh, just realizing and being challenged in my heart um, that I don't um, believe the best about people when I don't have all the facts. And so when you called me and you had some things going on in your life, um, it just kind of flowed naturally from a heart of, hey, I'm dealing with this too, but this is what God is teaching me. Wow, yeah.
1: And I think that... it was really um, very impactful for me as I was sharing for you to just say to me that, yeah, I've had some things in my life that I've been going through where I have uh, seen where I have made judgments against people. And like you said, the word that you just used was facts without regarding the facts or getting the facts. And, uh, and that is really key uh, in resolving conflict is actually stopping and saying, do I have all the facts? Do I really know all the facts pertaining to this situation or am I making judgments, uh, off of, um, on someone that I don't even really know all the facts about. And so that was the first thing that you said that I think was so impactful. And then this other, uh, this other challenge of, okay, now that you've got the facts, can you choose to believe the best? Mm. That was amazing. So share with the listeners like in your life when you've been in situations that you've been challenged with that of, okay, here's some facts and this person has done this in the past, but now how am I going to choose to believe the best when there's been a track record?
2: Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is that oftentimes it's the little things that (laughs) there, there's a bad track record of little things that pile up, especially when it's your spouse, because you can see things up close and personal, um, every day. And, um, one of the things that my husband, Anthony has to remind me, um, just of a lot is just, you know, what, um, do I have goodwill towards you? And of course, yes. He's like, am I trying to do something intentionally to hurt you? No. And those questions keep coming back to me when little things come up. Oh, you did it again. And just realizing that to believe the best, it was not intended to hurt or harm um, in any way. But you know, sometimes it's, it's not jumping to conclusions. Well, you just did that again because Uh, you're, you're trying to get on my nerves or get me upset or, uh, you know, cause tension here. And really, uh, the bottom line is, um, two people that love each other, uh, should believe the best about each other, even in those cases. Wow, that's a a big statement there.
1: Uh, Two people who love each other should really be able to choose to believe the best about one another. And again, we're not talking about sticking our heads in the sand and not dealing with reality. But it's, you know, for instance, I know that, you know, one of my children, I have six kids. That's not a surprise to people. There's a a lot of children in my family and we're not perfect. And so one of my kids, I can remember a time in the past where they lied to me. And so, um, after that, I began to see that then I began to just view them through that. And when there was something coming up, I automatically viewed them as a liar and that was wrong. And I expected them to lie because they had lied. And so that's really what we're talking about here is when we, we view someone through that past judgment or that past failure that they had, and we're not choosing to believe the best from them.
2: Right. Well, you know, um, with this passage of scripture on love in 1 Corinthians 13, I find it interesting that what's depicted here really is a picture of Jesus' love for us. And um, the more I try in my strength to believe the best about people, it just doesn't work because reason doesn't allow that. Reason tells me, well, they have a track record of lying or they have a track, track record of this or that. And yet, if I go back to that perfect picture of Christ's love, um, Christ does not give up on us. He does mm. not give up on us ever. And so just having that picture back in verse seven, where it talks about um, bearing all things, believing all things, hoping all things, it endures all things. And that's, that's hard to do in your own strength because you really can't. Right.
1: Right right I know that uh, just this morning Paul and I had a little a little moment and it's funny because in that moment I thought of you and I thought of this challenge that you gave me months ago about Jenny can you just in this moment choose to believe the best about this person and not allow the enemy to take you to the worst and and then you quoted that verse love believes all things hopes all things endures all things love never fails and so this morning uh, Paul and I woke up and we had a busy weekend I did a four days to hope weekend. And, uh, when I come back from those weekends, I'm usually extremely exhausted and emotionally exhausted. And so I, I, you know, woke up this morning and I'm going to be leaving for Mexico on Thursday to go through more cancer treatment. And so when I woke up this morning, I was immediately hit with all these fears. I'm leaving my, my two girls who are 14 and 16, Uh, here and they're gonna be having to take uber to school and you know there's all this fear of what's gonna happen 13 days without mom you know and so I started really panicking and freaking out and here I I teach on fear right and I was experiencing Mm -hmm. it and so (laughs) I'm laying there and all this is going through my mind. And so I said to Paul, I said, you know, maybe we shouldn't go uh, on Thursday. Maybe we should postpone and go. And can you check flights and can you, and I'm just going on and on and on. And he's just laying there trying to figure out, do I get up and go check flights to see if I can change our flights or do I lay here? What do I do? Because I was just like, you know, really really getting um, out of control because I was allowing fear to take over and so but here's where this choosing to believe the best comes in is so as I'm laying there and I'm spouting all these things out about you know you know I'm not sure if we should be doing this da 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 da, da. then the next thing that came into my mind is I started to get irritated because I started to think well he should be praying with me right now. He sees that I'm upset. He should, he should rise up as the leader and take control and he should step in. He knows what to do when I get like this. He knows how to (laughs) battle the enemy. Why isn't he doing it? And so now I've gone from fear to now i am gone to attack the person that loves me the most. And so bless his heart. He doesn't know how to respond, you know, cause I'm saying, well, why didn't you just pray with me? I mean, I've been talking for the last 20 minutes and you haven't even offered to pray with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. But see, in that moment, I was starting to cho- not choose to believe the best about him. I was starting to choose to believe the worst. Like the enemy started saying to me, here he goes. He's not, he's not rising up to lead. He's not protecting you. He's not entering in. He's closing off and pulling back. And then I remembered Lori Beckon's words to me. <laughs> love bears all, believes all, endures all, love never fails. And so I stopped in that moment and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is not true about Paul. He does love and care for me and he is for me. And I'm just overwhelming him right now with emotion. And I need to quiet my soul and give Paul time to think about what the next step is. You know, and as I did that and I got quiet, Within just a few minutes, Paul said, okay, okay, no, we're not going to change the airline tickets. We're going to stay the course and let's just pray. And he stopped and he prayed for me. But had I not stopped and began to choose to believe the best, we would have ended up in a conflict. Because my accusations would have driven my husband away from me and then I would have been this victim here that, oh, you know, I was pouring my heart out to my husband and I was in this crisis moment, you know, I mean, who couldn't understand here? I'm battling cancer, right? And then everybody would feel sorry for me as the victim. When in reality, you know, I was not choosing to believe the best about my husband and go to the Lord and quiet my soul so that God could use him to minister to me.
2: Wow. That's so good. And it's something that we must remind ourselves pretty much every moment of the day, because at any moment we have those um, times where we jump to conclusions. And I think, we as women probably do this a little bit more than the men do just because our brains connect things so fast and uh, we connect the dots, we fill in the blanks, we, we try to paint the picture before, um, you know, before we know all the facts. It's just so easy to do. And yet um, you know, Christ is telling us that's, that's not the way to work through anything. That's not my type of love and um, this love is perfect love and this is the love that christ wants to use in the hearts of us as christians every day whether it's with their spouse or the people we're in contact with the grocery store or your children Um, it's just it's just something that um, we have to work on every day and i think uh, one of the things that you and i were just talking about earlier was the fact that um, this is this sums up the the greatest commandment? Like, if if you're struggling in this area, uh, the best place to go is John 15, which talks about abiding in Christ. Because when we can abide in Him and His words abide in us, just like His Word uh, was reminded um, in your heart today to walk in the truth. Um, his word says that, uh, we're to love others as he loves us. And that's in, um, verse 12 of John 15, um, that we're to love others as he loves us.
1: Mm. And, and his love is patient and kind, tenderhearted, forgiving, you know, and so quick, we're the opposite of that, you know? And mm-hmm. so, okay, well, Lori, uh, so far we've talked about resolving conflict, choosing to believe the best about the other person. And I really love this topic because so many times resolving conflict, uh, a part of that is you just have to stop and say, you know what? I I may not have all the facts here and maybe I just need to back up and I need to choose to believe the best about this person before I jump to all these conclusions. So so I think this is a great topic, but we're going to stop and take a break. And so we want to just um, uh, come back in a few minutes. So we wanted to ask our listeners to stick around and we'll be back in just a few moments. Ladies, do you feel overwhelmed, frustrated, or hopeless? Are there days that you feel you simply can't go on? Is your pain so deep that you truly don't know how to resolve it? I've been there, and I want you to know that help and healing are possible. I'm Jenny Speed, founder of Whatever It Takes Ministries. Join me at the next four days to hope for women, and you'll find the answers you desperately need. For more information, go to whateverittakesministries.com or call 800-605-1875. Welcome back. Uh, okay. Lori, we were discussing resolving conflict, choosing to believe the best about someone. And, uh, this was a challenge that you challenged me with on several months ago at first Corinthians 13 seven, where it says, love believes all things, hopes all things endures all things. Love never fails. And I really picked up on that challenge to start looking at the people in my life that I was having conflict with and asking myself, Jenny, are you, um, uh, choosing to believe the best about them? Are you viewing them through a prism of judgments that's causing you to think the worst? And this really, really impacted me and a lot of relationships around me. And I was so blessed by your challenge that I invited you to, to be with me on this podcast today. And I think though, uh, mm-hmm. the next question that we have, Lori, is how do you believe the best when someone's behaving the
2: worst? Wow. Yeah, that's a good question because honestly, even as we were uh, going through this um, podcast, um, that's the question that I had in the back of my mind that I'm sure every listener has because we all have those people in our lives that truly are not doing well. Um, they are probably even uh, behaving badly towards us. How do we believe the best and love them in those situations? And for me, um, it's interesting because it hits close to home uh, when you have somebody in your life that you love uh, very much so, and they're not doing well, um, and just not on a good uh, path, it's very hard to know how to believe the best when factually they're not, <laughs> There's it's hard to believe the best about anything in, in this situation. But um, I think the incredible thing about it all is the fact that even in that, uh, we can love them through it and see them through God's eyes. And um God is not finished with their story. We may see what we can see, um, but but believing all things in this case and in any case really is believing God in all things. Amen. Hmm, that's so good. that's that's what I would answer and that is what I'm hanging on to even in my personal life in dealing with situations where, you know, you don't feel like hoping or believing or bearing anymore because it's hard. Mm, That is
1: so powerful. And, you know, um, just that believing in God, that statement, believing in God, believing that God is going to work in this person and asking God to help you to see them from his perspective. And, And from his perspective, there's hope. And when we start looking through our perspective, we give up so easily on people versus looking through God's eyes and having hope for them. You know, as you were saying that, I was reminded recently of a conversation that I had with Paul about someone in my life. And um, I had shared with him that I was really struggling to believe the best. And I, there was a lot of facts that were out on the table that um, didn't look really good. And so As I was saying to Paul, you know, I've been praying, I wrote in my journal, God, help me to believe the best about this person. Help me to have your perspective of them. Help me to see them the way that you see them. And it's a choice. It really is a choice, Lori. I see more and more in my life. So many things are a choice. You know, we want to excuse ourselves. Well, I just can't help it. And, you know, they've done this. But in reality, we can choose to believe the best. We can choose it you know and Amen. so as i was writing there that in my journal and then i went back to paul and uh and i told him that i said you know I, i've been praying god help me to view this person from a different perspective and then i stopped and i said no no jenny you choose to view this person <laughs> from a different perspective but as i was saying that to paul um he brought up something to me that I, and i started crying when he said it and he said uh, jenny what if what if when you were in your 20s and you were in such a rebellious place in your life. I was a new believer, had just come to Christ, but I continued to fall back and forth into immorality. Uh, For those of you who know my story, you know, it's not a pretty story, but I had been born again at the age of 21. Uh, God had transformed my life, but I was still in bondage in my soul, my mind, will, and emotions. They hadn't been transformed yet. God was working in me, but there was a lot of bondage there. And so between these, age of 21 to 24, I fell back into sexual immorality uh, several occasions. And the sad part about that, Lori, was that um, I was a missionary. I was on the mission field and there I was falling into immorality. And so Paul reminded me of that the other day when I was talking to him about this other person in my life. And he said, Jenny, uh, I'm reminded of that time that you were on the mission field and you fell into immorality. And you went to your leadership and, uh, and you confessed. And he said, what would you have done had your leaders Warren and Gail Kiproth, I was in Youth With a Mission and my leaders were Warren and Gail Kiproth. They're an amazing, amazing couple who just are passionate about God. And they have been with Youth With a Mission for many, many years now. But when I went to them and shared with them, I have fallen. I've fallen. I've broken all the rules here. I've involved myself in an immoral relationship and I have uh, already um, contacted a travel agency because I know that you're going to send me home. I mean, I'm a missionary. I can't be doing these things. And so I have my ticket to go home and I'll never forget, Lori, uh, warning Gail looked at me and it makes me cry. (laughs) You know, it's been 35 years and I still cry. Right. And, uh, Warren and Gail looked at me and Warren said, Jenny, we're not sending you home. And I was stunned by that. And I said, what do you mean? I said, I don't think you, I don't think you heard me right. And I said, did you hear what I said um, that I've been participating in and what I've done this past week? And, and he said, no, I heard you. And he said, Jenny, we are not going to send you home because we see your heart and we know that deep down inside, Jenny, you want to be free. You just don't know how to be yet. Wow. And I, I tell you, Lori, that was a huge turning point in my life. As a young woman, um, 23, 23, 24 years old, struggling with my spirit that wanted God, but my soul that was still bound in so much uh, bondage of, you know, rebellion and all this stuff that had gone on in my life. And I was battling between the two. And in God's mercy, Warren and Gail Kiproth looked at me and they chose to believe the best. They chose to believe the best, even when the facts didn't didn't testify to that. The facts testified to the worst, but they yes. chose to believe the best. And God worked in that in an amazing way. They had faith in me when I did not have faith in myself. Hmm. And God used that in a powerful way to bring me through to freedom. And so I do think... Um, Actually, I just said that they had faith in me when I didn't have faith in myself. But in reality, they had faith in Jesus.
2: They had hope in God.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They hoped in him. They saw me and my failures and where I was, but they knew that God was bigger than my failures. And they knew that he could transform a wounded, broken, rebellious heart. And they didn't give up on him.
2: And I'll be forever grateful for that. Amen, wow, well, this has been really good. I have enjoyed talking about this, and I know um, that this topic will be a blessing to everyone who hears it um, so wow and
1: well, and I want to just thank you again, Lori, for your impact in my life. You know, last uh podcast, we talked about resolving conflict um don't be a fool, and we talked about. Uh, scripture says, rebuke a fool and he'll despise you. Rebuke a wise man and he'll love you. And I know that when you first uh, joined our team here at Whatever It Takes Ministries, and um, you are younger than we are. And so one of the things I challenged you on is I said, Lori, if you're going to work for us, uh, I really need you to feel like you can confront us in a loving way, uh, you can challenge us, because we'll only grow if you're willing to do that. And so I just want to thank you, Lori, for being willing to step out and not be afraid to point out my blind spots and Paul's blind spots to challenge us. Um, you know, one of the things that you see about us is that we tend to not be very organized. <laughs> and <laughs> so you have come alongside us, of us and said, you know, hey, can I help you in this area? And you've really, really helped guide us in our ministry and we are so grateful for you. So thank you, Lori, for not only helping us as a ministry, but thank you for helping me personally as a sister in Christ.
2: Mm, Well, amen. Praise God. I have really enjoyed being a part of the ministry and seeing all that he's doing in you all and through y'all. And um, I'm just really appreciative that I can be a part of it. Amen.
1: Well, thank you again so much, Lori, and Paul, you want to wrap us up?
0: Thank you, Jenny, and thank you, Lori. Um, I think that was really good, and I tell you, it's really challenged me listening to you guys talk about it again, but also over these last weeks, being able to see this in my own life and to always try to believe the best about someone else, not just in your family relationships, husband and wife, kids, but when you're at the store, when you're at church, when you're at other places, it really begins to change your perspective. So thank you again for this uh, conversation about this today. So for all the listeners, if you've got further questions or want to know more about whatever it takes ministries or how we can help you, please contact us through our website or you can call us at 336-310-5050. We love getting comments about the podcast or questions that um, we can obviously answer in the future. We find that very helpful. Also, keep in mind, uh, we have intensive weekends for men women and marriage on uh, just about a monthly basis one of them's going on somewhere so check out the events calendar for upcoming events um, here um sh- coming up shortly so again thank you for joining us today and again always remember your life can be different if you're willing to do whatever it takes